Welcome to Fraser 365. I'm Chris Montgomery, senior pastor of Fraser Church, and I'm excited for you to be joining us on the study of the book of Colossians. May the Lord bless and challenge you as we seek to know the Master so that we can live His mission. This is day one of your new life. Today's title is Living Missional in a Messed Up World. Maxie Dunham and Lloyd Ogilvie said, Colossians has a powerful message for us today. The centrality of the all-sufficient Christ. We cannot take Christ as just one element of influence in our lives. Rather, He is the centrality, the core, the dynamic around which and by which our lives move and are motivated and empowered. Our text today is Colossians 1, verse 1. Paul an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother. We live in a culture filled with a variety of religious and personal beliefs. Political correctness has turned into moral ambiguity, which has led to a complicated division in our society. There has never been a greater need to focus on Christ as the center of what we believe and who we are as Christians. He is the head of his church, and we are complete in him alone. Paul was facing a similar culture as ours when he wrote to the church in Colossae. This relatively new church was surrounded by a mixture of accumulated beliefs. Three major erroneous teachings surrounded them. Greek Gnosticism, Jewish legalism, and Eastern mysticism. Gnosticism taught that salvation was received primarily through knowledge, It wasn't known as Gnosticism at the time of Paul's writings, but the foundation for this false teaching was already in place. Gnostics did not believe that salvation was from sin, but rather from ignorance. They believed that sin was a result of the lack of knowledge. Jewish legalism taught that the way to God was through the keeping of ceremonial laws. A hierarchy of judges and courts were created for the judgment and punishment based on these man-made laws. Eastern mysticism taught that the way to God was through the denial of certain pleasures in life. This system of beliefs taught that God's love was based on their performance. This was the messed-up mixture of thinking that the Colossian church was birthed into. This culture surrounded this group of new believers. As the new Christians sought to grow in Christ— This culture invaded their church and their thinking. Instead of a relationship with Christ, many of these new believers thought they needed to add knowledge, the keeping of rules, and the denial of self to be right with God. As you study this letter of Colossians, you will discover Paul's theme of the sufficiency and supremacy of Christ. Christ is the ultimate authority, and He is enough. To understand fully the purpose of Paul's letter— one must clearly understand Paul's connection to the church at Colossae. Pastor Skip Heitzig gives great insight in his introductory sermon on Colossians. Paul never went to Colossae. Paul went to Ephesus. He spent three years there. Colossae was 100 miles inland from Ephesus. It was part of the area known as Phrygia in the Roman area of Asia Minor. It was located in a beautiful valley called the Lycus Valley. Paul never visited there. But while he was in Ephesus, it is believed that somebody from Colossae came to visit Paul in Ephesus while he was teaching for three years in the school of Tyrannus. It was a guy by the name of 
Epaphras. Epaphras was from Colossae. Epaphras listened to Paul, latched onto the gospel, went back as a transformed man, started, per se, a Bible study in his home, and it grew. And it became the church. He became the founding pastor. But because of the Jewish legalism, Gnostic mysticism, and religious ascetism that is already infiltrating the church at Colossae, Epaphras goes to visit Paul in Rome. Remember, Paul is in prison in Rome. He writes four prison epistles, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, and Philemon. Epaphras goes there between 60 and 62 AD and tells Paul about his problems. Paul writes this letter to give to Epaphras to take back to Colossae. Paul begins his letter to the church in Colossae by identifying himself as the author. Brian Harbour adds the following concerning verse 1. Paul declared both the source of his authority and the measure of his achievement. Paul was an apostle of Christ Jesus, that is, he was sent out by Christ. His authority was not in himself, but in the one who sent him. Paul carried out his apostolic mission by the will of God. That is, achievement of his mission would not be measured by how strongly he was affirmed by the Colossians, but by how closely he was aligned with the purpose of God. Paul adds to his introduction, and Timothy, our brother. At the time Colossians was written, Timothy and Paul had spent about ten years together in a mentoring relationship. Their relationship started when Paul invited him to participate in his missionary work. They had established churches together in Philippi, Thessalonica, Athens, and Corinth during Paul's second missionary journey. Timothy was also with Paul on his third missionary journey, when Paul was arrested and sent to a Roman prison. These two were so close that Paul referred to Timothy as his son, as seen in 1 Timothy 1 verse 2. To what extent the letter of Colossians is from Timothy, one can only speculate. Most biblical scholars believe the primary authority behind the letter of Colossians was Paul. The book of Colossians was written to reinforce the sufficiency and supremacy of Christ in a culture with mixed-up beliefs and messed-up priorities. Today, we live in a similar society with identical distractions. We would do well to listen carefully to Paul's words to recenter our spiritual journey on the person of Jesus Christ. We also live in a world that says you need everything but Jesus. Colossians teaches that all we need is Jesus, because Jesus is sufficient for every need. Consider these questions. As you start this study of Colossians, what are some false teachings that are seeking to invade your life? If you were writing a letter to your church today, what words would you begin with to identify yourself? The word apostle means sent out ones. How are you currently living as sent out by God? Spend some time praying for God to reveal His sufficiency and supremacy as you study Colossians. Please pray with me. Lord, as we embark on this new study, please prepare our hearts to fully receive your truth. In Christ's name, amen.